Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another visit to our podcast, The Intelligence, starring me, myself, and I, Julian, Omar, Tyson, our producer, Andrew, Louise, and Nick. I want to start off with a little bit of a serious topic and a nice conspiracy theory. What's going on with in, in our city of Austin? We have a serial killer, it seems, on the loose. We got like nine people dead in almost the same exact places in Ladyburg Lake. What's going on with that? I feel I feel we have a Jeffrey Dahmer situation going on. The Rainy Street Ripper. The Rainy Street Ripper. Oh, that's has a, a little cool ring to it. It's a cool name. We might have just copyrighted that right there. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, you don't copyright that. The patent will already be up by the time it airs. It's kind of crazy though. Like he is like okay, so this killer. Okay, it's a so-and-so killer right now, but I mean, I pretty much everyone can infer there's someone doing it because in the last decade, barely anybody drowns in Ladyburg Lake. And at least in the specific way that they're drowning in, they're all drowning with like hella high alcohol levels and everything like that in the same exact places. Like, it's kind of a little bit of too much of a coincidence, I feel. It's more of a coincidence where you would have to win the lottery to become that lucky that nine people died in almost the same exact way in almost the same exact places. All middle-aged men. All middle-aged men. Not No difference. Not younger, not older men, not older women, not middle-aged women. All middle-aged men. That's what I'm saying. I think it's Jeffrey Dahmer type style. Because why is it all middle-aged men? Do you think it's like one person or you think it's a group of individuals? I think it's one. It's a lot easier to work with drunk people. If it's one, you know, you're not going to go around with a group of like killers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because like with one person, you can kind of gain their trust. That's how Jeffrey Dahmer did it. I mean, yeah. they who would go to gay bars and like earn the trust of like somebody, then take him back to his place and, you know, kill him and stuff like that. It's pretty much the same thing. I mean, it's a lot easier to get someone to trust you if you're just one person than a whole group of people. Well, didn't they, didn't they find like high levels of like, like they're intoxicated, obviously, but they also found like potential roofy like evidence yeah to where well that makes me think that there might be more than one because one roofies and the other one waits you know how hard, even though no matter how intoxicated you are how hard it is to take out drown not i don't know the specifics right but there's no like wounds by any means just drownings of a grown middle-aged man that has to be pretty hard to do well it has to be pretty hard to do nine times as well that, yeah. yeah. So to be fair. So, but also it's not if if they're getting roofied, which I mean, if they do show signs of being roofied, they're fucking knocked out anyway. So they're <laughs> not going to be able to. That's true. They're not going to be able to get above the water to undrown themselves. Here's a here's a theory that I heard. It's not my original theory, okay. right? But I want to hear what everybody thinks about it. So it's very clearly that Austin is becoming overpopulated, right? We don't have space anymore. The only where it's going for buildings is up. Mm-hmm. But there are all these surrounding houses that are multi-million dollar houses that nobody wants to sell. So one way to drop the value of houses is if in that area, start killing people, right? If people are dying in that area, house values drop, people are forced to sell those houses, and then you can demolish them and expand buildings. Okay. Corporations or clubs or whatever it may be for financial gain. Okay. And I, the also the houses that you're talking about also are they're not like multi-million dollar houses as in like their mansions they're multi-million dollar houses as in they're like people who were in austin before it blew up like it could be like the dirtiest house but it's still multi-million dollars 
Um, I mean, that's pretty interesting, though. I mean, I didn't really think about that, how, I mean, of course, drawing, drawing crime does devalue the house, depending on where, of course, the crime was located at. I could definitely see that, but I honestly don't think it's the case here. You know, I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's a, I think it's a murder with passion more than a murder for values and profit. I hear that. You know, because... Tyson? I mean, I get, I get the logic, but, I mean... You know, there's a lot of other crap in Austin that's going on that already could, could potentially devalue. <laughs> I don't think that is going to be the, the, the hammer that sits the nail. I think a lot of other issues are um, or could potentially do so. Um, I, f- I feel like also the stuff that's devaluing Austin right now is way more detrimental and easy to conduct than murder. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was trying to devalue the household incomes and, like, make the prices of the housing market go down, murder would probably be, like, the last thing they would want to do because not only would that make it so hot on them, like, it's a big thing in Austin. Like, the rainy, they rainy street ripper. Like, you know, everyone knows them. People, it's been literally across the news, not even just in Texas, but in, like, the United States being like, oh, Austin, Texas might have a serial killer because, you know, that shit's, <clears throat> that shit sells on the news. Yeah, but I like how, so I'm, I'm pulling up an article right now, and it says, like, you know, another 30-year-old man was found with blah, 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 right? And it says, um, in combination of alcohol and easy access to Lady Bird Lake, but they did not show any signs of trauma. Mm-hmm. Right? So no signs of fighting, no signs of anything no like that. No struggles or anything yeah. like that. And then the medical examiner will make a final determination, but the <coughs> recent initial investigation does not show anything suspicious. Okay. So, so it doesn't show anything suspicious, but mm. it's it's one of those things that drowning isn't suspicious because, I mean, it's so natural. I mean, it's like you can't – whenever you drown, especially because the thing is like if they are getting roofied, they can't defend themselves from drowning. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where even if there's no foul play intended, someone could have led to the foul play. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, like, there, it might not have been like a strangulation. It might not have been anyone pushing them under the water to kill them. But if you roofie them and then they subsequently drown because they can't, they don't have the bodily function to go above the water to breathe, you are still indirectly killing them. And yeah. you're probably, the person that's doing this, they're doing it 10 times almost, like double digits. So clearly, they aren't like, it isn't like a one off, like, oops, I accidentally roofied someone and they drowned. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. If it's like that, they're doing it nine times. So at this point, it is much more than just an accident. <laughs> well, to your point, let me ask you this, Omar, because you don't know how to swim. Would you go in that ladybird lake? No. Shit, I know how to so swim. If, I'm somebody did, if somebody didn't know how to swim, which obviously would lead to drowning of in course. that case, mm-hmm. they wouldn't go in there. Yeah. Right? So that just shows there's something off about this, especially if it's nine people. Even drunk. I mean, you you could be dumb. Like I know there are people who are dumb who do, don't know how to swim, and they they become drunk and they go jump in the lake and they die. But like nine people doing that in is, in a very short period of time. Is it possible? Now this might be a far stretch, but is it possible to to fall in? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I sure. It's one. Of I the actually things, never been in that area. To me neither. Like, so I don't know. But it's very. It's possible to fall in, but. It's again, it, it goes into the whole thing of coincidences. Like, for people, for nine people to fall in the same exact pretty much locations as the other, like, it's one of those things where, like, for nine people to do that, it, that's so, like, like, rare that it's almost impossible to say that it's, like, 
not a coincidence. Like, it's a coincidence. But I guess it's one of those things. It's like correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation. Because there's a lot of places um, in, like, Florida and California <coughs> that are really dangerous that people fall in, like, um, Niagara Falls. A lot of people fall in there. They go kayaking or all those falls, right? And they'll, you know, be doing construction or dam work, and they'll find, like, two or three or four bodies. Um, so I guess that point, and to sort of kind of circle back, it's one of those things, it's, it's like, well, how do we know it was the same person? Or are we sort of kind of assuming? Yeah, I mean, right now, it's kind of hard because we don't have, we don't even know if there is a killer. Like, I mean, it's very, like, it looks, all the, all the fingers are pointing that there's someone killing these people, but there hasn't actually been any film of foul play. There hasn't been any evidence someone even touched them. It's only been... The only evidence that seems like is a little fishy is that there might have remnants of, you know, roofie and yeah. like drugs that could have intoxicated them to the point where they can't function. That's the only really evidence we have. But at the same time, just because they were the, just because they were roofied, say they were 100 percent roofied. It is, still doesn't mean there was a killer. Yeah. I mean, it's like it could be 100 percent coincidental. I wonder if we have a fact on how common roofing is in Austin. I feel like because I mean. Let's just say hypothetically it's high, right? Let's just say there's, I don't want to say high, like 50%. But let's say there's, you know, especially if you're a girl. Like or one, in like, one in like 50, yeah, one in like 50. Yeah, one in 100 chance. I mean, combine that with, you know, a little drunk, having fun, right? You know, looking over the lake, going over railings, you know, disregarding signs. Like, that doesn't seem necessarily too improbable to say that a couple of, you know, fucked up people... Some, you know, having a great night, right, could do that themselves. That is true, but you also have to think about the demographic of what's happening. It's not like these teenage women, it's 30-year-old men who are, like, in the prime of, like, let's just say their fitness. Men are usually as fit as possible between their 20s and their 30s and yeah. stuff like that. They're pretty much all in their prime fitness of being, you know, men. They're not, like, 75-year-olds, so, like, 30-year-olds. And I'm guessing they're pr most pr probably healthy enough to defend themselves and healthy enough to get themselves out of the water. Because, I mean, like, they're not drowning in the direct middle of Lady Burke Lake where it's, like, super deep. They're drowning, like, the shallows of, like, the coast. Well, you listen to this one. The most recent body they found was a young guy, obviously 30 years old, or mm -hmm. very athletic. No, was known to be a hiker, was known to be a runner, was known to be very athletic overall. How does that person just drown in the shallow? <clears throat> no, it's exactly. It's like, even if you were 100% drunk, like blackout drunk, you would still have the brain power to get yourself out of the water. I Especially mean, if you were that level of I feel fitness. like you're sort of giving this person a little bit too much benefit of the doubt. Like, what's to say he doesn't make bad decisions? Or he's not crazy, or he's not wild? Like... I know some frat dudes who are in their 20s who are buff, who hike, who, who mountain climb, but they're stupid. They act dumb. They do dumb yeah. shit. All right. So, I mean, I get the, the, the physical aspect of it, but, like, you got to think about the mentality of the person. Like, you could be fit. You could be athletic, but you can still do dumb shit. True. So, but would you see that person, those, let's say those frat boys, would you, con would you imagine them being able to drown in the shallow like that? If they were really drunk and roofied, I think it's possible. Okay. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's extremely likely, but I'm sort of playing on the causation of correlation doesn't equal causation. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to sort of almost say, okay, well, hypothetically, if this, if that, I mean, what, what are the chances? I don't think they're necessarily that low as you think. But then you also have That's to... That's what I'm trying to sort of think about. Yeah, you also have to bring in, though, the, 
the instincts of humans as well. Because, I mean, there's clearly things where if there was a threat on somebody's life, of course, your adrenaline kicks in. And then even if you're drunk, I mean, it's even happened to me. I, I was drunk. Like, if you're drunk, something happens to you where you your brain perceives it as a threat. You Your adrenaline kicks in. And honestly, you go from being drunk to sober really fucking fast. Like, you literally just kick in like, oh, I'm pretty much sober. Like, there's like, it, it happened, I think, one time whenever we were driving or something like that. We were all drunk or something like that. Someone almost crashed, like someone almost hit us or something like that, and like I didn't, I wasn't drunk, drunk, but I like pretty much sobered up pretty quick. It's just one of those things, like the adrenaline makes your body kick into overdrive. If someone's getting, like, potentially killed, they're not just like I know they're roofied, but also you gotta understand that like they're gonna kick into like adrenaline, especially if someone's trying to kill them. It's not just gonna be like oh they're gonna sit there and take it and you know just like drown. Luis, do you have any researcher? Do you have any? statistics or, or facts or anything to show that maybe there was like a police report of a missing person or they with a group because i'm thinking like we're a group right we go out and hang out That's one of my if one of us like went missing right like we we're in our it. 30s one of us went missing like there would be a 911 call a missing person report things of that nature to show that they were with a group because you know i'm sort of kind of thinking okay if they were alone right assuming that's all we know right now they were mm -hmm. alone they were partying by themselves i don't know that that it, it it seems to me that it could be quite plausible that they would get drunk, you know, pick up a random drink, meet some random girl or guy, and, and make a bad decision. For one, but for one thing is that there, I think there was one person, I'm not 100% sure, I'm not going to say this is as a statement of fact, but I'm pretty sure there was one person that was with another person. I think I saw it on the news where, like, they did that, and, like, they, like, were like, I don't know where he went, blah, 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 the next day he found him dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... so Sorry, the most recent one did have a reported missing, like was reported to be missing uh, a day before his body was found in the afternoon on Saturday. So, so that's that's the only one I'm seeing here that was reported missing right away. Yeah. So there's a possibility. I mean, not all of them, of course, were with other people. Yeah. But it's also one of those things. Even even take it yourself. Take it in your own eyes. Say, say you were completely drunk, fucked up, and stuff like that you would still even you got to think about realistically as well like okay i understand there's water i understand there's a lake is your first fucking thing going being alone it being alone is to just walk towards water and go into a lake that's your first fucking thing you want like you're partying you're out in clubs you're doing all this stuff you're getting drunk you're by yourself you're alone your first instinct is to walk towards a lake like you're not like a moth going to a flame <laughs> yeah like, there's one other thing i can think about though is there is no lights or no cameras, right? I know when I'm drunk, I lose all sense of like my north, south, east, west, all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. if you happen to accidentally walk into the water or fall in and think about, just think about yourself in the middle of a pool, a deep pool, and you're drunk. Yeah. I don't think any, I mean, most people wouldn't be able to get out. So if you fall into the lake, I don't think it's just as easy as getting up and walking back. You lose all yeah. sense of direction. It's dark, you can't see. That could be a possibility, but also, to Tyson's point, if there's a group of people, I mean, as far as I know, there are those people that go to the clubs by themselves and all that good stuff. Yeah, we've seen them, yeah. But there's also, for nine people to, I'm sure, that, you know, there's a missing report, but for nine people to, five, you know, drown, and it's right off Rainy Street, if, if I'm correct, right? Yes. It's right off Rainy Street, and to just leave your group of people, which people do, you right? But... Like, I know if one of us went missing, I don't think we're going home that night till we find that Of person. course, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, I can see either or. I can see it going either way. Luis, can, can you pull up, is there, is there any, like, sort of facts or evidence to show that that area where they're falling, like, is it, is it like, does it have, like, a it's, fence? Does no, it have a no, gate? No, no. Or is it actually, sort of like a cliff? I was actually about to talk on that. So, it is a trail. It's off of a trail, because I remember I was talk. I saw this news report of a guy who lives, it was one of the guys whose friend died, actually. I don't know if he, I don't know if he died from the killer or potential killer. Or I don't know if he just died in general, but it was he died at the lake. Um, he said that basically what it is is that there's a trail from Rainy Street that goes into another street where there's a bunch of apartments and stuff like that. So basically, he was like, "Yeah, like I've been living in Austin for ten years. I've used this trail like my entire life here. I literally it's like a 10, 15 minute walk from Rainy Street through this trail to my house." So people use that trail often. So it's like a trail that leads into the water. And I think you've seen it before even. You know how like late around Ladybird Lake, you'll see people jogging and stuff like that. It's like a trail like that. So, I mean, it is a trail. It is next to the water. It's not like a fall that's like 20 feet down or something yeah. like that. It's like a fall that's like two feet. So, I mean, it is a potential that people do fall off. I'm not going to sit here and say... If you were drunk, you were on a trail at fucking 2 a.m. in the morning, you, there was no lights at all, you wouldn't stumble and fall into the into Yeah, the of river. course. But at the same time, it's one of those things where I feel that there had to be some time. I, I know what Nick is saying, where, like, if you were drunk and you fell into water, there was it would be a harder chance for you to get up and be like, oh, I'm perfectly fine, just stand up from the water. Because, I mean, for instance... There's those cases where people drown in, like, bathtubs. You know, if that was the case, <laughs> fucking people wouldn't drown in bathtubs. But it's one of those things where I still, like, not... It's You can't undermine how much people this has happened to. It's almost double digits at this point. It's nine people. You think that that's happening to nine people? And it's been in such a small area of time. It hasn't been in the, over the past decade. It hasn't been even in the past two years. It's been, like, a couple months standpoint. It's been, uh, for... That's, I was going to say to uh, Joanne's point, uh, Rainy Street and Austin, the clubs have been, and 6th Street have been known for a long time. But within the last 10 months, uh, when this article was sent out, which was April 4, 2023, uh, seven people, seven bodies found within the last 10 months, right? And there was a report I saw, I can't find it now, but it had the list of people drowning on Lady Bird Lake from, I think, 2006 on. And that list was like 2006, one person, 2008. These are just examples, 2008, 2011, and boom, within a 10 month span, seven people found. Like it just, a bunch of people within that time. Like it disrupts the pattern of, yeah. you know. One person here at this time, sure. And then a couple years later, somebody else does it, right? Cause that's how killers actually get away with it. Like, you know, that's how actual serial killers get away with it. It's like, oh, I kill one person this time, make it look like an accident. I wait four months, I kill another person. It's like, oh, okay, one one person died like this, and then another person died like this four months later. Like, it, you know, it, it could be a trend, but not really. Well, and statistics show for, for serial killers that the first time they do it, it's like an adrenaline rush, but they know it's bad. But they get the urge to do it again, but they wait some time, but as they consistently get more and more... It starts becoming more erratic, and they start doing it more often. Yeah, because they get away with it, so they feel this sense of they just can't get caught. Mm -hmm. And But that urge to kill just keeps racking up and keeps going, builds up. So that's why it becomes more consistent, which eventually they get caught. Yeah. Right? That's how most serial killers get caught, like Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, things like that. Yeah. They all have the same thing. They First, I, I don't know if anyone, anyone in the podcast or any of the viewers listening right now has ever seen like the Dahmer show. 
first of all, it was a wonderful documentary. I know people hated it because like Netflix was basically capitalizing on people who died from a serial killer. But it was interesting to see what happened. Um, but it's exactly what Nick just said. I mean, at first, his first kill was a complete accident, like literally a complete accident. Then he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He got, got like a little high from it. Then he killed another person. And then that person, like, he finally found, like, a rhythm. And, like, he just kept killing, like, the same type of rhythm of him, you know, attracting him to their house and killing him, blah, 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 taking pictures, stuff like that. It's kind of shown that, like, I mean, if we are going on that timeline of serial killers following the same type of timeline uh, Jeffrey Dahmer did, it's it's lining up pretty, you know, you know perfectly. Because, you know, at first there was, like, one kill. And then... Then, like, a couple months later, a couple weeks later, there's another kill. And now it's just gone, literally, like, like, like he said, in 10 months. I would say, like, 13 months, there's been nine people. Like, it's gone from, like, one to exponentially way more than that. And that's that's my biggest thing is that having <clears throat> that – because that's what, that's what, like, the police look for. They look for trends. And this is a solid trend. I mean, literally, it's like kind of what Nick said. Oh, one person drowned in 2006. Two people drowned in 2008. One person drowned in 2011. Nine people drowned in the same exact locations in a 10-month period after one person would die like every other year, every couple of years. It's just like at, this point, at that point, it's like it's rather it's like the craziest coincidence or there's a serial killer. Because and I'm leaning more on the side of it's a serial killer because nine people drowning all at once. Like people don't people like get dumber, but also at the same time, like people drowning is pretty hard to do even like statistically like we just saw you know what i'm saying yeah no and i think if my when i looked it up a second ago but essentially the last one that happened before the you know the continuous one two three four that started going on mm-hmm. that one happened but they found like an ankle injury yeah like there was some type of actual injury that, yeah that caused they, they could use as evidence of the accident. Like, oh, they rolled their ankle, they had a broken ankle, side. fell yeah. into the water, couldn't get up because their ankle. All right. these other people, they had nothing wrong with them other than they had, like, drugs in their system and they were so completely, like, inebriated, pretty much. Right. Those were their two things. So, let me ask you this, because I've never been roofied. I don't know if any of you know I've anybody who's been roofied. No. But what do you think that feels like when you're like, because they're obviously functional to a certain degree. I can only go off of what I've seen in movies and shows. And of course, from people that have told me, it's basically what I've seen, at least. It's basically like, you know, how you get blackout drunk. It's basically that, but it's not like that. You know, you, you have like functionality and stuff like that, but it kind of shuts off your bodily functions. So like you feel like how you feel blackout drunk but you have no control over your body at least if you're drunk your brain still can move your shit but whenever you're roofied like your brain like completely shuts down like you basically become limp and you've seen that i mean like if you look at any movie where someone gets roofied you see them like black out like they literally just like lose all function they just pass out no one knows what happened to them i've seen that in like video games where like even, like, movies where they're talking about, like, you know, where, like, that whole trope where it's like, oh, you roofied a girl, I saved I saved her from you because you were, like, dragging her out of the club, making it look like she was walking. Like, they literally have no control over their body. Like, they're just, like, passed out. True. I do have one question, though. Just, I want to mess with people's ego. All right, and their pride. So, let's go to Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Okay. He has 17 victims, all men. Okay. Right? Now, granted, he did use drugs and 
you know, did certain things to, to weaken them. But 17 men. I want to go around the room and say, who thinks they could pre- prevent him from getting them? Getting up? What are you talking about? From getting them. From like, if he were to go after you. He, he has 17 confirmed. You know, this isn't skeptical or, mm-hmm. you know. Well, the question is, do we have some sort of advanced knowledge or any information uh, about this? Or is it just, we're going out on a random you, night? Yeah, you're going to just look, to watch the show, right? Do it based off the show. This random guy says, hey, got some beer. Let's, let's, let's hang out. I actually have a very interesting topic about it. Because I always thought about this while watching that show. Bro, people in that time trusted anybody. I was I was looking at that. I was like, "This guy, you met this guy five minutes ago. You're already coming to his house for beers. This he he hasn't told you any personal info. He hasn't told you anything. He bought you like a drink at the bar, and he's like, <clears throat> let's go to my place.' Sure, but <clears throat> isn't it isn't it things like that? They didn't know where we learned. They, yeah, they to be skeptical. Of things clearly, like they didn't know about stranger <laughs> danger back then. <laughs> they they yeah. So wasn't it cases like that where now our generation's like, whoa? I don't think so though, because I mean, even if I wasn't a hundred percent, even whenever I was a child, I knew not to fucking go with people I didn't know. You know, it's like it's like if I was the people who got killed by him were like pretty much like twenties to like thirties and stuff like yeah, that. Like, all right, let me put the image in your head. All right. Around a night, right? Okay. He he gets you to his house, right? Ah. He gets you to his house. <laughs> You're in his house. Hey, let's take some pictures. No, see, I'm gone. Now that's the other. Wait. Thing. Has a knife to your neck. Okay. Oh well, because well, 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 he didn't threaten it like that. <laughs> no, but he's doing. That's what they do. Most people were like, "No, nah, I'm good." He's like, "No, come on, man, let's do it." Watch the door. Course of action from that point. Course of action. Maybe no knife. Maybe no knife. But right. Okay. Say say he say he didn't because in the show he would like lock the door. He would like deadbolt that shit from the inside. Yeah. And you'd be like, already, already. But (laughs) but let's just say he locks the door. He locks the door. I'm sitting on the couch. Mandem's like, let's let's take some pictures. I'm gonna be like, no. I'm gonna be trying to be civil at first because you know you know if I if I've already gone to his house, clearly I would be part of it. Uh You know, I'm clearly into it. You know what I'm saying? The people who went to his house was like, oh, he's cute. Blah blah. Blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, so, clearly, to a degree, if the people who were going to his house, they wanted him too, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, if he kept insisting, it's kind of like the one that, he wasn't also, he would never, I guess you can say, strike first, you know what I'm saying? Like, as in, the guy who got away from Jeffrey Dahmer, of course, I can't say the, the live adaptation, because first of all, I wasn't even born yet. But, like, in in the show, bro, he, all he did was, like, smack him with a pan, and he, like, got away. Because, like, the, the deadbolt on the door wasn't, like, a complicated deadbolt. It was, like, Oh, boom. man, those pans hurt. I mean, that's straight steel. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, what I'm talking about is, like, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't, like, fight back. Like, he wasn't, like, trying to choke him out and shit like that. He would, like, he, like, would, like, be like, no, no, don't go. And then, like, maybe if he tried to start attacking him, then he would try to attack him then back. Okay, course of action. Of course that. Be ass. Be ass. Like, especially if he starts, like, pressing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, there, there's some... He he in the show was pressing on them pretty hard. So you can get away? Yeah, I'm getting away. Easy. Right. Omar? No difficulty. Uh, I didn't really get to see the show, so I'm not sure what his, his tactics... His whole like tactic that. was to basically get them in the crib, 
be like, oh, let's take some pictures, blah, blah, blah. And then if they were like, no, I don't want to take pictures, they would basically like, he would basically be like, oh, okay, that's fine. You want some, like, you want a drink, you want soda, you want water, you want some alcohol. And they'd be like, yeah, as most people I feel like would do, because you know, it's like they, they got invited in, they might would be a little bit parched. And then basically he would like put like the roofies in their drink. And then that's when like he would take pictures of them naked and like start cutting them up and doing all that stuff like that. So basically roofied them unknowingly then took pictures of like their naked body and then cut them up and killed them. So serial killer one on one basically. Serial killer one on one basically. I don't know. Also, I just want to take great. I'm, but it's it's like it's one of those things. Like I wouldn't do it. I know there would be a lot of people yeah. who would do it, though. Say something like, but if I was personally going to someone's house that I've only known for a couple hours, I wouldn't really go to their house and been like be like. I would fix all of my drinks for myself. Like I wouldn't be like. Yeah, give me a rum and coke and just like look away and not see them do anything. Yeah. I feel like that's just like that's just like common sense, you know? Cuz even if they were the nicest person in the world, people who are nice people end up being terrible too. You can't really trust anybody in the world. So it's like even if they become even if they're like the pope, I would still have like one eye open to see like what they're <laughs> the doing. pope, bro. All right, Tyson. Yeah. I mean, simple, just beat him up. All right. I mean, he's not that big of a dude. Yeah, bro, he, was he, was like six, he was like six three. Yeah, he was big. And he was buff too. Yeah, That's not bigger than me. I yeah, mean, I know y'all can't hear me on the Tyson, podcast, but Tyson is not that big, by the way. Tyson's he's, like five five on a good day. <laughs> oh, oh my dude. god. <laughs> alright, alright. You want you want to drink Coke? Mountain Dew? Oh <laughs> okay. He says the Mountain Dew is these. With a little dead. bit of dip? I think See, I would be sort of kind of skeptical if he poured it instead of giving me the can or the bottle. Okay. That's what would kind of give me. Yeah. All right, Andrew? What if it was a two-liter that he had? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. He's not going to hand it a two-liter. Yeah. That is true. Damn. You see, you got caught. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're caught. You're dead. <laughs> we lost one. Right, right. <laughs> we lost one already. No, I feel like I'll, I'll be okay. Because I would never go there. No, the, the point is that you're already there. He got you. Yeah, yeah he's like, got you. There's no way I go there. That, unless there's a girl. He's That's got why you. I said I don't I know. You, you're <laughs> gay, Andrew. You got to in this In this description, you're gay. Well, some of them weren't even gay, but he would be like, okay, you're underage, right? right. He got like a 17-year-old. He's like, hey. That's one of them. Or one of them. Yeah, so you got some beer. I know you got friends that want to drink, so I got some beer. You just got to pick it up. Oh, that was actually his first kill. That was his actually. first kill. He might get me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what 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 drink would he have to say? I I don't know I don't know any alcohols like bro, he no says it could be milk, it could be ready uh, yeah if he says chocolate milk you're Toby I'm dead immediately so if I'm already there I don't I don't take drinks from any place I go to unless I know should. that person as you right? should so if I have the knowledge I have now and I'm in that situation. I wouldn't take a drink for which I think I could get away because if I'm not roofie, I should be able to defend myself. But, but, okay. let me switch the scenario a little bit. Okay. If it was like me going to his house yeah. because one of my friends knows him, mm-hmm. right? Then that I might be in a little more trouble because I might have a little more trust yeah. towards, okay, well, you know, this person knows him. I trust this person. So maybe I should be okay to drink drink a beer, drink this and that, right? I think I would be more in trouble in that scenario. But if it's one-on-one, I probably would be fine and be able to get away. Get fairly easy. Okay. That's valid. But, um, I have a question. That, um, was that basically in the society that it was back then? then or, like, the society now? Because back then, 
people's kids played with neighbors. The windows were always open. You can't do that now. The doors were always unlocked. So are is are you putting that <clears throat> us like back then in those times? Bro, people were or, like, so right easily now? to get I'm kidnapped a, like, back then. I'm gonna say now because it's kind of hard to put yourself in the mental state of somebody from that time. Yeah, and I don't think so. No. No. Honestly, like, I gotta keep it stuck. Yeah, if I was in, like, the mental state now, of course, you can because, like, now you have the mental state of you don't trust anybody unless you actually know them. That's, like, the mental state of 2023. To back then, what was it, like, the 80s? The well, you, you would think. That's, well, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. argue that. I, I'm, I'm yeah. agree That's a that. hard one because there's been times I've personally seen at the club where some random person, you're both drunk, and you guys just hit it off, and then you start hanging out with them. That's and true. let's not forget about Ubers. Yeah. Well, Ubers, uh, Airbnb, um, all these other I'm just saying, bro, on-demand have, services. If we didn't have as much built-in security to things, like cameras and shit, there would be so much serial killers now. There would be so much serial killers. Because now there's so much easier ways to get people to come to you, even if you weren't even, like, socializing with them, you know? Oh, let me door dash your Taco Bell order. You open the door, boom, <laughs> hit him the kill him. You know, it's like, it's like, if there was no, like, security and, like, there was no background checks or anything like that, and y'all were just running that shit, so much fades. So much. Like, I'm talking about the DoorDash, the DoorDash drivers, you're off, the Uber drivers, you're off, <laughs> everyone's you're off. Like, literally, it'd be crazy. Jeffrey Dahmer would have been doing fucking Lyft, mm-hmm. and they would have been a dunzo deal right there. Yeah, that's actually how some of the, the Lyft drivers had a couple murders and whatnot. I mean, so easy to use a fake name, fake social, fake, you know, driver's license, all that all that shit. Um, yeah, I mean, even now, to an extent, you could argue. I, mean. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Okay, and this is going to be a little more on the political side, I guess you could say. Okay. So, for that person, say, Jeffrey Dahmer, this, yeah, or whatever his name is, Riley Reaper, if they were to be caught, do you believe in the death sentence, or do you believe in the just prison for life here's here's my biggest thing about that i know that's a hot topic in a lot of different states and like a lot of different countries and stuff like that i do believe in the death sentence for certain crimes of course i mean like if you're fucking oh if you rob somebody don't fucking give them the death sentence man you just rob some property. No, no no well i mean like somebody but, he's serial like killer Jeffrey yeah, yeah like, like serial, serial killers do you want I, to get, like, an electric chair, or, hey, you're going to spend the rest of your fucking life in prison? Both are equally bad, but, I mean, it's it's really one of those things where the death sentence, I don't think, should be a hot topic. I think the death sentence on, depending on what you're getting it for, should be a hot topic. Because there's been people who got death sentences for nothing, for, like, almost nothing. You know what I'm saying? But there's also people who got death sentences because, you know, they shot up a school. There's people that got death sentences because they were serial killers. Death sentence is the ultimate ultimatum of you are so terrible to the humankind that you just should be eradicated. And I think for crimes like that, like crimes against humanity like that, that should be just eradicated from the earth. I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer should like, he got like life in prison or some shit. I, was he on death row? I don't know, but he got like, he was in prison when he died. He got killed by another inmate, but say he was just doing life in prison. He should have got the death penalty. Jeffrey Dahmer, Got the death penalty. Should have gotten the death penalty. John Wayne Gacy, I'm pretty sure, got the death penalty. Um, most serial killers actually did get the death penalty. But, like, stuff like that, that are crimes against humanity where there's no coming back. Because there's, like, always that fight in there. Or, like, oh, you could, they could become redeemable. Don't matter, bro. Like, they've, they've done so much terrible things. Even if they redeem themselves, no one's going to like them still. 
say a school shooter murdered 20 people, 20 kids, and then they're like, no, don't give him the death penalty because then he can learn from his mistakes and he can become a better human. No one's going to care if he becomes a better human. Like, just kill him off. He doesn't, no one cares about him like that. It's like that. It's like crimes against humanity that can't be redeemed. You should just get exterminated because the world's a better place without you. Fair. What about you, Nolan? Yeah, I agree. Yeah? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, someone can fact check me, but I think in, at least in Texas, uh, to house an inmate, it's like forty or 50000 a year. I mean, that's that's a you know pretty decent salary, right? Comfortable salary. So, I mean, you know, purely from that view, of course, they should be killed. And, of course, what Julian said, the, the crimes against humanity. Um, but I do have sort of a, a, a I don't want to say a hot take, but an opinion. I think, personally, if an inmate, you know, maybe commits a murder or a rape or a robbery, and if they want to be put to death, now, this is a hot take, but if they want to be put to death, I think, you know, assuming they did it, they admit it, it's just not under any duress, they should be, especially if you have life in prison. Because a lot of people who have life in prison who are like, you know, I just want to die. Like, I don't want to be in prison. Now I'm 20. I killed two people. I got life in prison. Like, just kill me. I think that should be something that if the courts and psychologists find okay, just kill them. That is, that is that's interesting. I think I do agree with that, though. But also, like I said earlier, life in prison also is a worse sentence than death in a lot of cases. I mean, like, like you just said, you're 20 and you have life in prison. You have to spend the rest of your life in a cage, eating shitty food, being around dangerous people. Like, that's almost worse than just dying. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the biggest thing with life in prison. So, right. So, those are my two points. So, first of all, to go back to what Tyson was asking. So, it depends per state, but at least in the state of Texas, it costs roughly around $22,000. 22. Okay. Um, I would say 50 is a kind of Per inmate to be able to maintain them. And right now, in the state of Texas, we have over 149000 So, okay. pretty decent. Like, 2.2 2. 2 million. Probably more, Probably more than that, actually. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, I agree. I think a uh, death penalty is a good thing. <laughs> or death sentence, whatever it is. Yeah, death penalty. Yeah. Okay, I, I agree. But the reason I asked is because I remember <clears throat> the topic when I was in school. There was a question similar to this one. And my logic was, so there's two ways to look at it. Me personally, I prefer if the person just ceases to exist. Right? Like yeah. just dies. Yeah. But I also do understand the other side. Because like you said, sometimes it could be worse. Right, so if it's a 20, 21 year old who gets caught, they get put in prison for the rest of their lives, they're constantly having a terrible life going on for the rest of their life. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really extreme punishment, especially when you have to literally be pretty much watching your back the whole time. Because yeah, another inmate might get you. Look at Jeffrey Dahmer. He had life in prison and another inmate killed him. Right, so it kind of goes balanced, but I want to I see what Nick would say. It's a hot topic, but. I don't believe in the death penalty because it's too easy. Some people say, oh, we're no better than that. That's not the case. For me, we got to go back to those medieval times where we start torturing like, people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, people. Some people, like Tyson said, come to terms with dying. So they're okay with committing that murder. Of course, it, it depends on the severity of the crime. Yeah. But man, if, if you raped or killed... Like, Especially like, people who have already been in the death, like death row. Yeah. I, mean, I, saw, I saw a person a youtube video of a guy who was on death row he was like thir- uh, 72 hours away from being executed and he was a hundred percent fine with it he was like literally they were like the the person interviewing him was like are you scared to die and then he was like no 
I mean, if they, like, I didn't do the crime they said I committed, but if the family does truly think I did it, then I believe they deserve some type of, you know, retribution. And if I have to die for their retribution, then so be it. I can't change anything. So it's all up to them. And I'm just here until I die. So he 100% was just ready to die. Like he had, he made peace with it. He was perfectly fine with it. It's one of those things where like the death penalty, yeah, like it's actually, whenever you know you're going to die no matter what, it's a lot easier to come to peace with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, because, like, no one wants to die. Yeah, it's too easy, man. But if you know <laughs> that if you commit this crime and you're going to get, like, Chinese water tortured and some horrible stuff's going to happen to you, you're going to think about it twice. Another thought that I had is you get 100 inmates that, you know, all committed murder. Put them on this secluded. Island. You're about to Fortnite. just. You're about to just. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. You're, you're about to just. Yeah, you're about to just remake Hunger Games. It's a secluded <laughs> island. You put a gate around the entire island. We fund. I mean, I just saw here we pay eighty billion dollars annually <clears throat> to support these prisons. You know, right? of course. So if you put them all in an island and you say, "Hey," because they know what the torture is right. We're not going to let them free, whoever the winner is, right? Yeah, of course. But instead of being tortured every Saturday or every Sunday religiously, you just now are living, you know, spending a lifetime in prison, but you're no longer being tortured. It's a little bit easier. I understand how this could be a hot topic because it is inhumane to pit people in mortal combat because of their crimes. But... Hey, when it gets to leave. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Humans throughout all of the decades and centuries and millennia of us existing especially in the past hundreds of years hundreds of years have always had a blood sport roman coliseum they were pinning criminals against each other and against wildlife they would pin a person that was a war criminal against a fucking lion and see who won and then if that person did win they would actually get something so it's like one of those things where having a new blood sport First of all, I don't. Th it would never pass because the world nowadays is too inclusive. You know, we had that whole talk last podcast, but even now we do still have blood sports. Look at MMA. No one dies in MMA, but I mean, it's still blood sport. MMA is the closest thing to the Roman Colosseum that we had today. So having that thing, what you just said, where you basically just dump a bunch of criminals on an island. First of all, that's pretty much just how Australia became an <laughs> island. But two. It would be interesting because you could monetize the shit out of that. But then would that turn in that that's one step closer to a dystopian society that because eventually that I feel like that would start off as a good idea. And then eventually it would just turn into absolute havoc. Like people just want to join for no reason. No, exactly. Like people would maybe like start fucking doing the crimes on purpose. <laughs> like it yeah. would I feel like it would start becoming like. Whenever you start something for the first time, it always is good. But as it goes on and progresses through its lifetime, people will find nicks and crooks and crannies that could get broken through it. That's exactly, I feel like, what would happen. You would start off with putting 100 prisoners that were on death row on, a, on an island and seeing who would survive and who would be the last to, sur last to win. But then eventually, like, there would be, like, so much, like, loopholes and stuff like that that it would start being like, oh, you smoked weed and you, you went... To jail for a DOI? Well, now you're going to the <laughs> games. <laughs> fucking war zone. Like, you're going battle to the, map. <laughs> you're going to the war zone because you fucking had a DOI. <laughs> well, so just backtracking real quick because I read this and I find this quite incredible. Um, so apparently, for every year that you spend in prison, 
your overall life expectancy decreases by two years. I just found that pretty interesting. Well, it's because humans so, are social creatures, yeah, and humans are. Well, no, I understand the science behind it. Yeah. It's just I did not expect it to be that long, but I actually kind of like what Nick is saying. I'm what not saying it's a bad idea. Regardless of the whole island thing, like the death penalty is just. I mean, it's they made it humane nowadays, where you can just put a needle in them. They go to sleep and they'll wake up. Right? I think the best. I think the best. This is gonna. This might be ruffle some jimmies right here. What am I? Nineteen twenties commentator. <laughs> but I think one some of the best things was the firing squad. Mm. First of all, had some flair to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty cool. I don't know if you ever seen a firing squad video. I have, but it's pretty interesting. But it's like. First of all, it's pretty much painless because the person almost dies instantly unless people can't shoot. But they usually get like people who can actually shoot to kill them. But also, they, it's pretty much painless because they die instantly. But it also gives the people who are, like, wanting retribution, like, a little bit of a, like, a, mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, a little bit of, like, a pleasure. Not pleasure as, like, a weird pleasure. But, like, when if I would say, say I had, I don't know, like, my best friend or something like that. Or let's just say, like, I had, you know, a brother. And my brother got killed by a serial killer. And the serial killer got the death penalty and I saw the serial killer get killed by a fucking needle injection. I wouldn't feel satisfied. You want like, you want like, if you want redemption, you want revenge pretty much. You want them to die in like a fucked up way and shooting like the firing squad. It kills the person almost instantly, but also it kind of gives the person who wants revenge a little bit more satisfaction than just a needle in the arm. Cause I'm saying man, death by a thousand cuts. Um, you got in some. You got places where they put them in a casket and then just put a, like a hundred rats in there. So you want like medieval? Like they got to feel it. They got to feel it because if it's just instantaneous, people like I said, they come to doors with it. Some of those. There was a meme. Now I don't know how true this might have been. I don't think it's true at all. But mm-hmm. there was this one prison who was developing a like a decapitation machine. That's fucking. I know what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's fucking fake. No, but. It looked pretty cool. I will say <laughs> this though, humans are fucked up. You ever seen those? You ever seen those old medieval tortures? Yes. They, they. One of the dis- most disgusting tortures that I've ever saw. It was they would put a bucket on the person's stomach mm-hmm. and put a rat inside the bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would heat, heat the bucket up. up, and the only way for the rat to escape is to burrow through the person that the bucket was on. So basically, a rat would just dig into you and then escape from, like, your skin. Dude, people did some crazy Bro, things back then. Humans back then, they, they didn't have Netflix. They had to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was their fucking entertainment right there. Let's, let's, let's put the... Let's put the prisoner into an iron bull and light it on fire. Let's see... Like... Like, think about that. The the brazen bull. That was another torture device. I think it was in Rome. They would put a person into a bull, a metal bull, and put a fire underneath it to where they cooked on the inside. But the nostrils were made to where the screams of the person would sound like a bull. Because... You know how creative you got to be? <laughs> how much time you got to have on your damn hands to be able to do this shit? Listen to this one. They're, I mean, I've heard of this too, but they would put somebody into the mountains, tie them up, and then do a slice across their stomach where the eagles or vultures would be. And then you just leave them there. See, like, y'all, y'all fucked up. Like, I mean, I understand, like, that, like, 
I understand y'all don't have Netflix or like Fortnite, but y'all. It, <laughs> it should be like the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel oh, of Fortune. That's actually oh. interesting. That's <laughs> interesting. down because of the entertainment. Now it doesn't have to be real, but you can still see that stuff. Fortnite's still violent. It's just now you just break shield instead of just murdering somebody. Going to Omar's thing, the whole like Wheel of Fortune. Have you seen that guy on TikTok where it's like. He's like, oh, you want twenty dollars? You want to spin on the wheel? Oh, you want to spin on the wheel? <laughs> you fucking they spin the wheel and it's like read a lullaby to me or something like that. It's like the weirdest shit. Imagine it's like, it's like, oh, spin the wheel to see what your torture is. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked. It's like, oh, are you gonna get execution by hanging or are you gonna get rat? What would be the one like method of torture that you would never want to experience? Funny enough. Okay, so the brazen bull is actually not that bad. Like it, to, <coughs> just it hurts. Brazen bull hurts. But eventually, your nerves <coughs> will just get fried off. And you really just won't feel anything anymore. You, you said, which one would I want? Would which one want. would you not want? Which like, one what would, would be I the want? worst one that could, they could do to you where you would like... Repeat? I know exactly what it is. It was called the pyramid. It was a ancient Roman torture device. Where basically, they would get a wooden pyramid... It was a wooden triangle, you know, like how a pyramid looks. It was on stilts, right? They would hang you up and sit you on the pyramid. Like, it was probably, like, five, four feet off the ground, I would say. Like, enough to where, like, you're not, like, you can't touch the ground with your feet. They would sit you on the pyramid with, on, like, where your booty hole is. Like, straight on the top, like, the point of the pyramid. And they would just let gravity pull you down. They would let gravity, yeah, no, I, I'm being serious. Like, they would let gravity just pull you down and, like, start splitting you. Because like, they would hang you up and just, like, slowly release the pressure to where you're just, like, putting all your weight on the point of the pyramid. I'm telling you, bro, people were creative back then. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, my question is, where the fuck did you find that out? Like, what did you have to look up for you? I watched a lot of history videos. I was, it was a, it was, like, a top ten. It was, like, top ten worst torture devices in medieval, medieval Europe. Huh. What about you, Omar? I don't even think they did this. They probably did, but, like, buried alive. Buried alive? I feel like you would just suffocate really fast, though. I mean, you would, like, you freak panic out. panic and everything, yeah. and that's what I... That's, like, my biggest fear is, like... Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Tyson? Probably the Vulture one. The Vulture? You think so? It yeah, because it, it would take a long time for them to come. You'd obviously feel pain from the cut. And then when they start eating you, you wouldn't obviously die instantly. I have one more, by the way, when everyone's done. Because this one's almost equally as bad. Okay, Andrew? I heard something about, like, a cartel story that Nick actually told me a while ago, where they were tying people up to the table, cutting up in their... where you could see their organs, and they were just poking them. Oh! Yeah, with, like, yeah. needles and yeah, stuff. cut the front flap of your chest off, peel it down where you're still alive, and just start poking your organs with, like, a knife. Oh! Yeah. I, I feel like that would be pretty bad. It's almost like the vulture one, but, you know... It's almost a vulture one, but it's not like Mother Nature killing you. It's just a bunch of cartel members. It's probably worse. Yeah, actually, I didn't know about that one, but that one probably be up there. But I say being skinned alive would probably be. That one's pretty bad. The death by a thousand cuts is what it's called. Yeah, like that. That can do that. Actually, no. Death by a thousand cuts is where they just cut you, and like you, like they they let you heal because they let like they cut you enough to where your nerves are open. So, like, the wind hits you and it hurts, but they could cut you, like, a thousand times. So, like, all over your body. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying, like, actually, like, tie me up and skin me, like, that would... That would suck ass. Yeah. Well, you, Nick? 
I don't know. I didn't know about the one Julian said. That was pretty tough. It's almost the same idea, but the Italians boats, right? Yeah. Like when they have boats, they tie your lit, uh, limbs to each That's boat, the other one I was going to say. And then they let the boats just sail slowly, and then it'll start just ripping oh, your arms. Oh, actually, off. no, that's not the one I was going to say, but it's close. They had a lot of boats back then. They had a lot of creative shit to do. Listen to this one. I have two that are almost as bad as the one that they fucking get a pyramid up your ass. So... One of them is Viking, one of them is Roman. Which one do you guys want to hear first? Roman. Roman. Ro- which one? Roman? Okay, the Roman one. Again, bro, they had nothing else to do. The Romans were just going crazy. <laughs> they would, kind of like the, what Nick said, they would slather you in honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would slather you in honey and, like, milk and a bunch of very sweet things. And then they would put you in a boat tied down and they would put another boat inside of you, uh, on top, to where you're basically, like, in, like, your arms were out, your legs were out, and your head were out. Then they would put you into a swamp, and, like, you would basically get eaten alive by, like, insects and maggots and stuff like that until you die. Because, like, you're so, like, you're covered in honey and everything like that, so, like, like flies would start, like, landing on you, putting eggs on you and stuff like that, and you would just get eaten by, like, bugs and shit like that. Disgusting. The Viking one... <coughs> That one's a little bit... The Viking one's a little bit terrible, too. And you can actually see this. Look it up on YouTube. It's called the Blood Eagle. They do this in, like, Viking games as well. Like, AC Valhalla and stuff like that. And, like, uh, they even did it in God of War. Basically, what the Blood Eagle is, is that they would cut open your... They would hang you up. Like, you know, your appendages, you know, out. They would cut open your back. Like, like fully. Like, in the middle. And they would peel back your back like, like that. And then they would, like, flip your ribs... To make it look like your ribs were like wings. And then they would put your put your skin on the ribs. And that's why it was called the blood eagle. Because like the skin on your ribs flipped backwards. Looked like you had wings and they were bleeding and stuff like that. Well, at least if I'm going to die, I'm going to look lit, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, shit. Piece Ooh. of art. Contemporary art. <laughs> Can you just imagine, though, like them flipping your... I think by then you would die, though. You'd yeah, probably yeah, die yeah. of shock. Or by the, the one where they'll tie you to a, like a carriage. Yeah. And they'll just tie you up where you couldn't move. Just drag you. And just drag you with horses. Yeah. I mean, they still probably do that now. You just do it with cars. I feel like I've seen that before. I wonder how, like, these, like... Because things like that still happen, like, in these, like, non-modern places. Like, have you heard of that island that's literally all native? Sentinel Island? Island? It's something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a North Sentinel Island. It's yeah. on the coast of, I believe, India. Aust- yeah, India. Yeah, like, shit like that. Like, how do they torture, like... Because, like, apparently you can't go in there without getting, like... It's very interesting. I mean, every single person that's... It, it's still... It's shocking that people don't know that, but there's still islands, there's still tribes that have not been, you know, confronted with humans of today. Like, they've literally never been talked to by modern humans. Like, for instance, there was a... There was a helicopter that was flying over North Sentinel. Because sometimes they'll go check on them just to make sure they ain't dead. Because, like, I remember one time, it was, like, an article. They, like, thought, like... The North, they're called the North Sentinel, Sentinelese. They thought they died because, like, they didn't see them for a long time. And then they flew a helicopter over them to try to see if they, were, like, were still alive. And, like, they got out and started throwing spears at the helicopter. It's like, bro, first of all, imagine what the fuck is going through their heads. Like, you probably, you've never seen humans, you've never seen modern humans, you've never seen boats, you've never seen any of this crazy stuff, you've never seen machine guns. They're over here hunting with arrows and spears. And you see this gigantic ass thing just flying above you, making this loud ass noise. You, I would throw a spear at it too. <laughs> like, yeah. 